Welcome to the podcast Business of Force for Good. My name is Law and I invite leaders, thinkers, adventurers and champions to share with us their vision and practice to drive performance with more purpose. Hello everyone. So I'm a huge fan of the movie uh, When Harry Met Sally. And I was wondering between French uh, between finance and responsible economy, can there be friendship? So to answer that question, I have invited a very special guest, Mathieu Chabran, who is the co-founder of TKO Capital, an alternative asset management and investment firm, uh, who's taken a very singular position uh, on directing the flow of asset management towards uh, climate change. So um, welcome, Mathieu. Hello, Laura. Good, uh, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. So uh, today our podcast is all about finance meeting responsible economy. Uh, today is a very special context because uh, we are very, getting very close to COP26. And actually, uh, the COP26 has set as an agenda on one of their goals to get finance flowing our climate action. Um, although... When you speak to specialists and you go to forums um, on responsible economy, on circular economy, finance seems to be always the blocking point. Um, I'm very curious to have your point of view. Well, that's uh, that's a great uh, great topic, you know, Laura, and uh, I'm glad we had the opportunity to uh, to discuss that. Uh, and as much as you know, I, I wish I was joining you from Hollywood, you know, to go back to your uh, Harry Metzali. You know, it's from New York. I'm a uh, joining you today. And um, it's effectively, I'm, I'm mentioning that because there's been some real structural shift over the past uh, few years, I guess. I mean, the, uh, you know, the, the, the Paris Agreement are now, you know, five years old. There's been a lot of talk. There's been a lot of uh, intentions. There's been a lot of, uh, sometimes, you know, people say greenwashing. And then all mm. of a sudden, I think the uh, irony of what we just went through, you know, in the pandemic and the uh, uh, the fact that all of a sudden, you know, the world, you know, came to a stop. Uh, from where I sit here, the new administration, the Biden administration, making such ambitious goals, you know, on those uh, uh, on those matters, that all of a sudden, what seemed to be fairly theoretical, has become for uh, many stakeholders, you know, not only obviously, I mean, the uh, uh, everyday citizen, but more importantly now, you know, finance. There's been a a, a, a real uh, 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 a, a, a real change in the mindset in uh, how to address how to address you know these uh, these issues. So you know it, it's a I think it's a great you know starting point because that's the irony of the situation we've just uh, uh, been through collectively on a global scale that was I guess you know unprecedented, and all of a sudden people realizing that it's not about uh, 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 you know uh, just switching off the economy and having you know. Uh, 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 you know, going backwards, uh, you know, in the way we live, in the way we produce, in the way we, uh, 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 you know, we, sh we, we shape an economy, but more getting into the core of, you know, how we do that and, 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 and evolve. And that starts, unfortunately, or fortunately, by, you know, how is this new model financed? Hmm. How, are, how is the capital allocation, you know, to this uh, uh, to this new uh, uh, paradigm, uh, and I'm sure we have the, the the opportunity to discuss that. But it's you know 
it's great to make statements, but then it's, you know, how do you effectively measure that? You know, and how do you make sure that what you do is effectively impactful and has this, uh, this impact? Yes, we'll definitely talk about measurements a little bit later. Just want to uh, pose on that, on what you're saying about stakeholders. Uh, it seems a little bit like in a movie that there's a disconnect of language between like people aiming for a purposeless brand, um, positive impact um, strategies and the finance world. And can you help us decode a little bit the language in terms of how do you, how do you pitch your activity to get so much funding um, and you know, help us draft the conversation so we can embark and onboard those stakeholders? Yeah. Well, I think the, you know, the, the, the journey and the positive journey of the past few years uh, uh, is a good summary of, uh, uh, of this shift. A few years ago, companies, you know, uh, uh, corporates had to be profitable. You know, that was, you know, the, the mantra was, you mm. know, you have to generate profit. Okay. And then if you were profitable, then you could effectively start thinking about being sustainable. You know, it came, you know, as a second, it was, you know, if and only if you have the resources to allocate to that, then you were doing that. And stakeholders, you know, shareholders, consumers, uh, customers were effectively looking at that, but le le less focused on the first step, which was profitability. Now, you know, the, the, the paradigm has reversed totally. It has shifted. And that's something that happened very quickly in my mind, whereby, you know, the stakeholders define as the customer of a company, uh, uh, its shareholders, more and more, there's been some recent examples which are, you know, uh, uh, groundbreaking in that, in, the, in that respect. Uh, but even, you know, banks, I mean, we're seeing that banks are effectively pulling out. And so those stakeholders, sorry, and I'm missing an important one, law, the employees, yes. the employees of any so given important. firms. And so those stakeholders are now <clears throat> asking the company first to be sustainable to the risk of not being profitable moving forward because they will lose customers, they will lose capital, they will lose financing, and they will lose uh, 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 employee, you know, interest, uh, a young, you know, graduate, you know, interest. So this paradigm has, 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 has shifted, you know, very quickly. It creates, you know, some challenges for some. It creates massive opportunities for, for others. And, and for me, that's the day-to-day -day evidence of what's, you know, of what's, what's happening here. There are two levels. I think that there is, you know, how we as a capital allocator, you know, when we invest in a, in a company, when we invest capital, when we uh, uh, finance, you know, a project, is how do we embed uh, uh, in the underwriting phase, you know, the same way we would do, I mean, we go to an investment committee, you have all the financial analyses, you know, 10 scenarios of projections and mm. all that, that's the financial part. And then how do you approach the extra financial parts on the various criterias that you have defined. And that's where, you know, because we were telling earlier, you know, how do you, is it more on the, uh, uh, let's say, on the climate, the decarbonization, is it on the, on the social aspect that you can factor in your own proper guidelines and uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, more and more asset managers have their own, you know, teams in terms of uh, greed criteria. Our ESG team typically, you know, at uh, TKO, you know, is a team that is not only focusing, it, it's, it's across, you know, the allocation, it's gather, you know, all the senior, you know, partners of the firm. That, that's an important thing is you need people to be totally uh, uh, convinced and on board, you know, this. You don't want that to be imposed on them as a constraint. 
Um, and, and if you look at my team, which is relatively young, I mean, those are things that they take, in, that, that they put as a priority in, a, uh, uh, you know, in choosing a firm you know, relative to another. So you've got the internal aspect, then you've got the external aspect. Uh, so without being too technical uh, on our uh, uh, financing business, so we do finance, you know, I'm not a banker, but, you know, we do finance more and more uh, uh, some companies because private credit, because direct lending is improving. And so uh, I can think of a strategy we, we launched with the backing of uh, very large sovereign institutions. Uh, there are some um, ratchets. So you're a borrower, you know, as a, as a company, you're a borrower. Uh, and let's say, you know, we're financing you as pick a number at 3%, okay? And uh, if you meet certain goals, certain commitments you have made as a borrower in terms of the criteria we would have defined, you will have an improvement in your financing costs. So you will okay. go from 3% to 2%, let's say. And so these ratchets, which are effectively tied to some very often ESG targets, and again, you define, are effectively an incentive for a borrower to maximize uh, uh, its impact in the way in, in the commitment they have taken. We, as a, a, a let's say company, you know, we're publicly achieved companies. We've got some some bonds outstanding. We just completed the issuance of a, of a bond uh, of a corporate bond, 500 million euro. We raised a couple of months ago, uh, and it's, it was the first sustainable bond issued by a European asset manager. Mm. So what does that mean? It means that we have taken as a borrower some commitment vis-a-vis -vis our investors who have, you know, given us this money. And every year we will have, you know, to report and be accountable for the commitment we have taken. I'm lending you this money, but what are you going to be doing you TKO with this money? And so, we, and, and that's brand new because the yes. traditional corporate issuance would have been, okay, here's some money and let's meet in 10 years when you have to owe me back, you know, the, uh, the capital. So you see that it's, it's moving very quickly and this extra financial Rating, so the one you impose to yourself, the one the investors or, again, the stakeholders impose on you. And then you've got more and more um, uh, effectively rating agencies, you know, where all we all have in mind the rating agencies perceived as a credit rating agencies, mm -hmm. all developing some scorecards, uh, uh, all externalizing more and more, you know, their, their output. And once again, back to our earlier uh, uh, comment, introductory comment law, if you do not score well on those matters, Similar to your credit rating 10 years ago, if you were a double B company and not a double A, obviously you had to pay up. And here it's the same thing. You, mm -hmm. you have to pay up, not financially, but from a, from a, 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 from a stakeholder standpoint. Mm -hmm. That's interesting what you're saying about all scorecards and different methods. Uh, do you think that there's a scope for a sort of gathering of one way of looking at things and assessing things. Is it wanted? Is it possible to have one simple way to look at things and avoid the situation where people are not talking about the same things? They're comparing pear and apples. Yeah. No, I wish I, I could tell you yes. Unfortunately, there's still a little bit of, of time. And the first thing is uh, it's maybe cultural. Uh, as much as Europe has been leading, you know, on this uh, 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 on these matters, and if you take, you know, uh, Nordics, investors, mm -hmm. even, even, even more so, you see that the way, let's say, for example, uh, 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 American investors, you know, look at that, or American stakeholders, it's fairly different. Let's come back to ESG, environmental, social governance. Environmental is very much a European thing, you know, Accord de Paris, mm -hmm. uh, 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 and, and leading the way, you know, on this, uh, on this matter. 
the social aspect is very much a, a U.S. thing. I mean, and even more so over the past 12 months, 24 months, you know, this uh, 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 diversity and equitable, you know, inclusion, you know, are more and more uh, matters that we maybe take over. I'm not saying that one is more important than another. They're, they're certainly on par, but they get, you know, more focus at, at, at some point in time. And governance, obviously, is probably where we started. I mean, remember, mm. you know, all this, uh, uh, all this debate, you know, around the, you know, around governance. So, unfortunately, because people are approaching those matters with a, a fairly wide and broad uh, uh, remit, there is not one single way of uh, assessing, you know, with a with a with a rating, you know, with a with a grade effectively. Now, the good news is that there is more and more global uh, uh, dialogue global, uh, um, uh, I wouldn't say pressure, but, you know, if you're an investor and you can allocate to a European, a US, an Asian asset manager, you know, and you can, you, you're going to be carrying, you know, diligence, you're going to have consultants helping you, you know, uh, uh, select and choose the best partner for your, uh, uh, for, for, for your objectives. So uh, uh, th th there is a global approach now. There's still, you know, some way to go in terms of coming out with just, you know, again, one, uh, Will we have a, a AAA rating for ESG practice that will be uh, widely and globally uh, globally recognized? Again, there are too many parameters, but at least you know it's shaping up. You've got more and more uh, uh, agencies uh, um, uh, focusing on that, and, and scale matters in the mm -hmm. sense that you saw that the largest asset managers uh, that we can all all think of, you know, are being more and more active there. Um, uh, so there, there is some kind of a common denominator, you know, that is uh, uh, that that is getting there. But um, uh, I think we shouldn't take. It would be a mistake to try to norm to norm too much and take you know a normative approach on that as if it was you know binary because it's uh, uh, unfortunately a bit more complex. But that's what mm. makes you know uh, uh, our job and this allocation even more so exciting. Mm -hmm. Totally. Thank you for that. That's very clear. Uh, in terms of social project, I know you've implemented a few projects to drive employ uh, employment in your company. Like, can you tell us about that? Yeah. I mean, let's stick to this, uh, uh, to this fund, decarbonization fund that uh, we launched in, uh, in Europe. In two years, the six companies we've invested in have generated, you know, on the one hand, 3,500 jobs. You know, despite pandemic and all that, we're talking mid-market companies, uh, very meaningful, very impactful. On the other hand, you know the uh, uh, um, the uh, decarbonization aspect. If you if you were to try to quantify, you know how much uh, um, CO two emission or green, greenhouse gases emission we have avoided or reduced, it's a million ton. What mm -hmm. does a million ton means? It actually means you know. Uh, a million one round trip between London and New York uh, uh, on a on, on an airplane ticket. Okay, mm -hmm. so those here and that was by investing 500, 600 million in six mid market companies. And if you put these two things in parallel, now all of a sudden it becomes a bit bit more visual for people to understand on the social aspect, and it, it creates job on the environment. You know, it's a million ton of CO two that has been a Avoided. So th then, and when I say people, it's you know investors, it's you know consumers, it's uh, employees. You know, so all those stakeholders, all of them, they realize what impact means. But effectively, bringing some people that might not 
look like you, had the same training as you, but contribute so much yes. in making you look mm-hmm. like, you know, effectively your, mm-hmm. your customers. Uh, and it takes, I mean, not everyone is ready for that. I mean, the mm-hmm. great thing is that maybe us, you know, we're becoming old, you know, but you take the new generation, that's something that they, you know, that, that they really prioritize mm-hmm. in, in choosing, you know, a path, a career. Mm-hmm. So yes, there's a great opportunity here. Mm, great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, to finish with, Uh, what would be, so we've, we've started the interview talking about the importance to onboard all stakeholders. I'm going to ask you for each stakeholder. So we've said the consumer, the employee, the shareholder, the investor. What would be the one thing that you'd tell them to change to do now? Well, each of them. Um, <laughs> and there is, maybe we're missing one, by the way, Lauren, we might come back to that. Yeah. Uh, it's the... Um, Uh, let's say the uh, uh, the governments, you know, the the the, the, yes, the, the, the very states, true. you know, yes. very important stakeholders because they they, they 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 can help move things. So let's start with this one. Government, I think there is a global consciousness now, and they're all moving forward to that. If you take, you know, France, you know, great uh, uh, leadership here. You know, not only under you know uh, uh, President Macron and the Paris Agreement, but all the success successive. Uh, uh, ministries on sustainable finance, uh, 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 you know, the various, uh, uh, the various ministries there, you know, from uh, Brune Poisson to Olivia Grégoire, you know, more recently, you know. So there are many, uh, many initiatives here that are uh, very impactful. And then we come back to the four stakeholders. You know, customers, you mm. cannot tell them what they think. They are telling you what they think. Mm. And you're going to make or break on their decision to remain a customer of yours. You know, whether you're selling yogurts or whether you're selling, you know, some financial uh, financial products, right? Mm. Employees, likewise, you have to be appealing to them. For the young generation, the young graduates, you know, coming out of schools, or even, as we were saying, people who didn't go to school, people who didn't go to mm. college, but who nonetheless can be greatly impactful, you know, to your, uh, 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 to, to your company. And so here, it's up to you. Not, not to tell them what to change or what to do, but, you know, what do you have to change as an employer mm-hmm. to remain attractive? And I've got good news for you, Laura. It's no longer about money. You know, people, you know, obviously they do care about that, but there is here again this extra financial component that does not come with the pay slip. You know, let's call it, you know, the mission, the raison d'être, mm-hmm. whatever. But like, you know, how do we collectively embark, you know, into the, 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 the project? Um, investors. As we said, you know, as much as we like it or not, you know, we're in a capitalist world and, you know, you need capital for any kind of project. And even if capital is cheap nowadays, you have to make sure that the uh, investors, you know, are still in line with you. And today they will sanction very uh, uh, brutally. And we've seen that, you know, for publicly traded companies, you know, for the uh, uh, oil and energy companies, you know, being effectively uh, uh, sanctioned. So, You know, there is all these components that are shifting so quickly. And you know, let me step back. I've got kids, you know, teenagers, you know, at schools. I would look at their uh, uh, um, uh, ESS classes and you see what type of topic they're focusing on, you know, at 12 years old, 14 years old. Like you and I, I mean, we were not focusing. I mean, our, our classes, our, our programs, we're not focusing on that. Mm-hmm. Here today, it's part of their, you know, mental construction as early as 12, 14 years old. And not only they are the next consumers, but they are the next voters, you know, yes. and so all that becomes, you know, very much cyclical in the whole. Mm-hmm. So there's no, I think there's no, uh, no, no, no place to hide on those matters. Yeah. 
I will um, conclude with your sentence, quoting you uh, from this interview. Uh, you have to be sustainable to be profitable. I really love that sentence because you've solved the problem of uh, Harry and Sally <laughs> with uh, uh, finance and responsible economy. Um, thank you very much for your time. Uh, I know you're doing a great job and you're being very active. So thank you for dedicating like uh, all this time. Do you have a special message to, to, to give? Well, I mean, first of all, thank you, you know, for, uh, for, for having me here and giving, you know, having this, you know, casual discussion because very often, you know, people read every day about that. It can be highly technical as it mm -hmm. should be. We're talking about measuring greenhouse gas emissions, you know, so it's very mm -hmm. technical. And on the one hand, it can be too much theoretical and, and trying to, if we can help, you know, effectively, you know, uh, uh, converging the highly theoretical with the highly technical so that people can visualize Mm -hmm. The impact that 100 euros, dollars invested in this or these given companies, then you will see that we, we will help converge, you know, these this, this great objectives by still, you know, going back to capital that companies, you know, need. Uh, and, and I think people will approach that more peacefully. You know, it has to be uh, a very passionate, but, you know, it's not an ideology You know, it's a, it's a, 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 we, are, we are deemed now, you know, to converge you know, on those matters. And uh, the more forum, the more discussion we have to uh, explain, to open the trunk, to open the kimono, if I may say, mm -hmm. you know, the better people will, uh, uh, will feel comfortable with the approach. That's exactly it. Thank you so much. Have a great uh, day. Uh, Thank it's you, morning Laura. time in New York and uh, talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank, Thank Bye -bye. you. Laura. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. If you want to know more, visit our website, winning-better.com.